Hi, and welcome to the Dewing Grain podcast. Dewing Grain are independent and local grade traders. From seed supply to harvest movement and storage contracts, they can offer you the best strategies to achieve the highest prices for your harvest. Each week on our podcast, we begin with the Dewing Grain Market Report, giving you up-to-date information and analysis, followed by Farm Chat, where we catch up on agricultural issues with a guest or two while sampling a beer. Andrew's favourite bit. So let's start with Andrew Dewing and this week's Market Report. Welcome to the Market Report. What follows are my thoughts or gut instincts on what the market is going to do. It is not an instruction to trade. Any decision to trade is yours. Market report for week commencing 27th of February 2023. It is a bite-sized version this week because we've had a very busy week. We've had a Air Grain AGM and we've had a Doing Grain board meeting. And whenever you have a board meeting, it's great to be an autocrat and just run your business without talking to anybody. But unfortunately, directors ask you questions that you have to answer and you have to do some thinking, which is slightly annoying. But uh, same as the AGM, you have members turn up and, you know, ask you questions, which is a good thing. Anyway, both businesses are happy and healthy, but quite time-consuming preparing for all that. So, moving off my excuses for why we haven't got a really extended podcast this week, I shall move straight on to prices. I think we'll start with Aussie Rape and say it's had an absolute kicking. It seems to be incredibly volatile at the moment. Soya is going up to the top end of its range, while rapeseed's going in the opposite direction. So, current value, old crop rape, is back down to 450 Another five quid on top of that if you're looking at harvest values. But yeah, it's not a particularly great week for oilseed rape. And in fact, the whole market has had, if you look at wheat futures in the UK this since Monday, it's dropped £9.75 or £10, I think, possibly now in the week. Bearing in mind it had a sort of 20-odd pound rise and it's lost... No, it had a £30 rise and it's now £15 off from the peak. So it's kind of in a bit of a downward spiral again at the moment with not that much going on. On that subject, I mean, there's plenty of export demand. We're moving on to wheat now on wheat because there is a lot of boats that have been traded. Your bigger ports are busy. So persuading farmers to move stuff in March and April is going to be quite hard with all of the work they've got to do. And it's tax year issues and other such things. It doesn't seem to fit with the psyche to sell it this time of year. So there's a fair bit of grain to be moved onto boats, but we've got to get the physical thing going. And we're still going to end up with too big a surplus, which comes on to the values for wheat is going to be for April X farm, something like 225. June, I'd pay 228. I wouldn't pay any more money than the April for, for the May movement. I'd pay 232X for July. So you can clear £230 a tonne if you want to for July movement. It has had a right kicking this week. I'm not convinced it's all over. I think that although there's a surplus and although there's reasons why at the end of the year, I I think I described it as a car crash in previous weeks, I do think there will be a problem with too much wheat to move at the end. In between now and then, I think old Vlad is going to do something terrible. There's been a lot of talk this week and I still think there's the opportunity for a market rally. We'll come on to that in a little while perhaps. So if you take feed barley values on old crop, currently 205x, that ain't going to go anywhere. No one really wants it. If you haven't got rid of it, get on with it, I think, is the phrase. I don't see any point in hanging on to it. Whenever we get sort of May, June time, it becomes an irrelevance. So just, you know, a discount for harvest is immense. So yeah, what are you waiting for? That's it for old crop. I think that's all I want to talk about. I can't be bothered to talk about milling wheat this week because it's, you know, good premium, but who's selling it? Moving on to new crop. If you take harvest rate values 455, if you take 
feed wheat for November X farm with the futures currently trading at 231 with 216 X November. If you were delivering it for immediate movement harvest into one of our stores, you'd be 211. And feed barley is a 17 pound discount to those prices. So you are November X farm 199 for feed barley or you are 187. Yeah, 187 delivered into our store for feed barley, which doesn't sound very much anymore, does it? Used to be a dream, that price. So I think in terms of prices, that's about where we're at. So now we'll have a a couple of minutes worth of advert, and then I'll be back. Thank you for listening. Please remember that any decision to trade on this opinion is yours. Brown & Co. are excited to introduce the scale-up phase of the Future Farming Resilience Fund. This DEFRA-funded project enables Brown & Co. to provide free, on-farm tailored support to farmers across all of England until March 2025. We have worked with hundreds of farmers over the past two years, delivering the initial phases of this project, and have widened our support offer as a result of farmer feedback. We believe the choice we offer farmers is unique, with land, planning, environmental, commercial and agribusiness divisions all under one roof. We provide professional advice across a range of disciplines delivered from our in-house teams, whether it is finding a commercial use for a disused barn, investigating planning potential, managing business finances, working collaboratively with neighbours, optimising environmental income streams, producing a greenhouse gas footprint, or discussing your business options going forward. Brown & Co. can support you on this journey. If you would like to find out more or sign up to the scheme, please email defraffr at brown-co.com or call 01480-598-869 and ask to speak to a member of the team. Just general chat with myself about the market because, as I say, we're tight for time this week and it's just a bite size. I think there's been a lot happened this week in politics. Clearly, it's the one-year anniversary of the invasion of Ukraine, as I record it. There's been China visiting Russia. There's been Biden going to Ukraine and going to Poland and making, uh, you know, good old stirring speeches. There's been the UN resolution saying, Russia, get out, although there's a lot of abstentions in there. And clearly, some very large anti-West feelings. You know, countries like India are the second biggest population in the world. They'll become the biggest soon. And they are leaning away from the West. The West is not the greatest thing that we all think. So there's a little warning, I think. And there's pressure on the dollar to not necessarily be the currency that trades oil and and stuff like that. You know, why should the other countries prop up the dollar and trade oil in that currency when, you know, I think Iraq switched to trading in the yen. So there's bigger things going on in the world at the moment, which is going to put more pressure on the West. The pound has been weak in the last week because apparently we weren't in quite as bad a borrowing state as we thought we were going to be. But, you know, it's not uh, roses, is it? Let's face it. So Putin has made a speech saying that you started it. It wasn't me and all of the Russians believe him. And let's be very clear about this. It is a Russian mentality to believe their state media, and it is the whole Russian population that are inclined to go along with what's going on. They think Ukraine is theirs. They think there's nothing wrong. They think we started it. All of those things are true to them. So in the words of Meghan Markle, it's their truth. So let's not just blame one man. Let's look very clearly at Russian history and Russian attitude and and say this is what or the way they think. So it isn't going to finish just if old Vlad was taken out. Now got Zelensky making a speech today saying that he's invincible. I would suggest that's the biggest red flag to any bull. So he's put an even bigger mark on his back. But credit to the guy. He's just been the most amazing leader in my view. 
What else has happened this week? Yet yeah, drop on the futures of £10 a tonne. Export demand I've mentioned is spot. I said that in the prices bit. UK surplus, yep, yeah, that's still there. One thing I think very worthy of a mention is the podcast, I think three weeks ago or possibly two weeks ago, where I called a definite action on the market saying this will definitely make you money, my bit for charity. I said that at the time the May futures were trading at a £7 premium to null futures and I was saying that July equivalent would be a £9 premium to null futures and I said that would end up turning around into a £20 discount for July. What's happened immediately the Monday morning my podcast went out, and I'd like to say I clearly am an influencer here. There was a three to four pound movement that very Monday morning. So great, you know, I'll come up with another one. I need to I need to do a Putin type call something and take a position just before I've said it, and then Monday morning we'll lie on the rest of the trade to come in and do what I say. He dreamt. But that has come into parity. So there's been a seven pound movement in the direction of what I predicted. So if you did take a thousand ton position that's seven grand you've made and yeah there's more to come on it although the bit we're trading November and May at parity is probably going to stick with us for a week or two because it's a bit of a coming to terms with thing and then eventually the the pressure of old crop stock will be fighting against a weather scare that someone's going to invent on new crop or there is going to be a real weather scare so I do see those pulling into the discount for old crop versus premium for new crop as we head towards harvest another thing from a previous podcast last week brian almy is very clear brian you didn't realize how popular you were i mean there's we've had a tremendous feedback very much enjoying the norfolk accent and your you know observations about what people wear when they come into the the suffield arms and whether that become a fashion icon in norfolk in time just brilliant absolutely you were yourself and everybody loved it so good on you and i say we, we need some more almies to brighten things up in this world i think i've got to remind you there's another podcast reminder we've got the walk on the 10th of march don't know exactly where it's going to be yet but you know it's beginning to there's people showing interest in it and we had our first listener come and join us uh, it might seem a nutty idea and maybe none of you ever do but it's a great way to have two hours without any telephones disturbing you having a conversation about it all so if you if any of you fancy having a a real in-depth chat about grain markets by all means come along as i say i don't know where we're walking yet so we'll make that as we get closer to the time i think that's it for the week i wish you the absolute best in your trading this week i hope the weather continues to be kind i am extremely concerned about the level of moisture in the soil in east anglia certainly and wider there is a drought going on in north africa there is a drought going on in northern europe and the forecast is dry so underlyingly if that continues and the weather warms up after the supposed beast from the east comes through i think we're going to be really in trouble unless the weather clearly shows rain coming regularly through april and at the moment the long-range forecast is dry with that happy thought have a great week thanks for listening make sure you subscribe to get new episodes as they are released and follow us on twitter we are at dewing grain Call Dewing Grain on 01263 731 or email info at dewinggrain.co.uk. The Dewing Grain podcast is produced by East Coast Design Studio in Norwich.